gents. Hello there. Hi. It's oh, Robert Lewis I'm that. your guest today. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm not. He's dead. He's. I mean, like, it's us, so we could make that shit happen. You never know. Let's be respectful to the family of Robert Loja, Chelsea. Please. All I'm right. sorry I'm so offensive week after week. Yes. <laughs> God. I'm a fucking monster. Yes, I'm... that's okay. Speaking of monster, well, I'll tell you afterwards. Hi, everyone. That's Chelsea. Yeah, I am. That's Charles. Hey, we introduced each other. And he's wearing other. a Christmas sweater in June. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, because I have the spirit in my, uh, in, in my soul of Christmas. Yes, you do. You always do. You keep telling yourself that. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make Bill O'Reilly happy and, and fight the war on the other side. The war yeah. against Christmas that happens every year. <laughs> yes, the war against Christmas. Yes. You know. Speaking of so, which. This is oh. beyond the bell. There are bells at Christmas. Yes, we go beyond them. <laughs> there you we go. We go beyond them. Uh, yeah. This is in June, though, so there's nothing to do at Christmas except my sweater. Um, Shush. <laughs> but yes, so uh, before we go into it, uh, into our uh, weekly women's podcast, um, so I discovered this week, do you know who Brown Snowman is dating? Himself. No, no, it's a, it's a wrestler, a wrestler we know. Oh, who? I'm scared. Well, take a guess. Take a guess. I don't fucking know. I'll give you a hint. She okay. is a she is a champion in one of the companies we cover. It's not Rhea, is it? No. no. Thank God. Um I don't want to give away the new champion in NXT UK. <laughs> I mean, not... if they're listening, I assume they already know the, who the new champion is. But it is not Mako Sakamura. Okay. Um, I will tell not... you. Yeah, I will you tell have you. to tell me. It is Raquel Gonzalez. Oh, well, that, well there was, I was kind of running out of options there. <laughs> all, I, all I have to think, though, is if they ever have kids, those kids are going to be born like nine feet tall. Oh, 100%. Because it's like a six foot one mother and like a six foot like nine father. That's really hot. If you know, him. well, there's nothing hot about Brown Snowman, but um. When you're a six foot one woman and you are like, your type is like a tall man, you got really limited options. Yeah, yeah. Because um, uh, I found out today because someone uh, on Twitter made a comment about how, um, what do you call it? Well, her, uh, you know, her, uh, her, your pecs are bigger than hers or something like that to make fun of Raquel. Oh. And, and he responded with, yeah, and her dick is bigger than your pussy to this guy. Nice. <laughs> so. <laughs> Fuck. Something and, from and him then, that you actually admire. And then she posted like four like laughing emojis <laughs> after that. Nice. I love when they like get involved in like stupid fans, like petty bullshit. Yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah. So, uh, let's start off. Uh, and we're going to start off with NXT. Oh, oh, and Lana, or Edward Arm Lana, as I am calling her now, because she's going to uncover the truth. She says that she was silenced in WWE, but now she's going to speak out against all the things that she was silenced about. And I'm just like, no one cares, Lana. <laughs> when did this happen? Today, like, literally as I was waiting for you. Um, she, uh, said that she's opening, she's starting her vlog. 
And she's going to talk about all the things they told her not to talk about. She got so much fucking TV time. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just like shaking my damn head. I feel like so many people like in the locker room probably will be too. Like, bitch. Yeah. Nah. Well, I'll still watch it. (laughs) I I won't. (laughs) The the less I can watch of, of, uh, of her, the better. Yes. So, but yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, she's going to uncover the truth, I guess. Um, but yes. Oh, and also, um, Mickey James has come out and said that, um, she wants, uh, the NWA all women's pay-per-view is going to be called, and remember, do you remember what the title of the NWA, um, uh, YouTube show was? No. Where it's NWA power with like three R's or something weird like that. Oh. The um, NWA All Women's Pay-Per-View is going to be called NWA M-Power. Nice. So. I love that. And she said that, uh, and and she said that um, because she wants this to be like a big, like, you know, moneymaker, she's contacted AEW and Impact and Ring of Honor about having women from their uh, things all wow. beyond the pay-per-view. That's really fun. Is it August yet? That's when that well, that's when that's happening, right? Yeah, I think it's August 28th. It's supposed to be. That's amazing. Yeah, so that may that may be actually turn out to be really cool. I hope I hope however that it's on uh, something where people can view it because the NWA last pay-per-view which was called When Our Shadows Fall or something insane like that cuz Billy Corgan thinks he's still in Smashing Pumpkins. Um uh, uh, he uh, it had, I'm not even kidding you, 500 pay-per-view buys. Oh my god, that's bad. Not 500,000, 500. Holy shit. I feel like, I feel like Mickey James is like the person to make, make it accessible. You know, yeah. if she's going and doing all this, she'll somehow make it so that we can all watch it. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I mean, it'd be kind of neat to see, like, the Impact Champion and the NWA women and, and, you know, uh... Some of the AEW women all show up on one pay-per-view. That might be kind of yeah. cool. No, um, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, Because the future is BTB. Yes. Well, I mean, it depends if they're going to, like, whip out, you know, like, if they're like, oh, we uh, we got Alicia Edwards from... <laughs> I knew you were going to fucking yeah. say Alicia Edwards. I was like, he's going to say Alicia Edwards. I just know. I think we, we know each other too well, Charles. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, from AEW, we're going to have, uh, you know, AEW versus Impact. Everyone's going to be all excited. And the match is Alicia Edwards versus Rebel. You know, <laughs> like, that would not be... You just that made would not me... I cool. actually just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> gross yeah so you know it could it could be good it could be bad we'll see but i'm really excited though i hope i i i assume nikki uh mickey james is gonna uh do something great though yeah i feel like if she's in charge it will all be fantastic yeah so we'll see hopefully and hopefully we'll be able to see it and it won't be buried on like the weird you know app you can only find like on, on like the bathroom wall of the apple store or whatever that uh you know to see the nwa yes so anyway though let's go to shows that we can watch and uh we're gonna go to nxt i don't know why i just thought you were gonna say nwa i was like no charles charles that's the i'm tired that's i'm like charles that's the one that we can't watch charles yeah no I, I, I swear i saw it back in the day when gene hammerschmidt was champion 
Jean Hammerschmidt. Oh, before we start, my mother was telling me that her and Errol, who's kind of like my stepdad, everyone who doesn't know, were like, were like late night last night. They were watching something that's like American Pickers, but it's all wrestlers. That's what on is, some cable show. And I is, didn't know what, she didn't remember what the name of it was, but she was like, you gotta ask Charles when you podcast. What is American Pickers? Oh, American Pickers, it's these people who, like, go to, like, old collectors, like, sheds oh, and farms. Oh, I know what stuff. that show is. It's, uh, okay, um, because Jim Cornette talks about that show. Uh, apparently, oh. it's, uh, they're looking for, like, uh, wrestling artifacts that they're eventually going to put in the Hall of Fame when they have a physical building for it. Oh, so Mom said it was actually really good. Yeah, so it, it's, I haven't watched it, but I, I, it's stuff like, you know, um, oh, this guy's wrestling boots from this big event. Or, like, this guy's robe, or, like, when this other guy's gimmick became a barber, here's the first garden shears he used. Or, um, apparently cool. last night, uh, not last night, but some, I guess, it, no, it would have been the week before. Um, they had a wrestler who, okay, he was in a, um, he was, uh, swimming in, like, the ocean. Um, and this girl was parasailing and didn't know what she was doing, and... She hit his face with her knee when he was swimming at wow. 60 miles an hour. And it caved in his face and they actually thought he might die. Um, his Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, no, his face is entirely put together with screws and metal wow. plates. Um, and uh, so his first match back, because his, fa his face was all screws and metal plates, he had a mask on. And oh. that was one of the items that they were looking for, was that mask. Oh, see, I figured, you know, my mom was like, Charles will know. <laughs> I'm like, you're the one who just watched it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew what it was. I just didn't know what American Pickers was. But now that yeah. you say that, then yeah, it's, uh, I don't know what it's titled. I think it's like uh, WWE Artifacts or uh, Legendary Items or whatever. It is hosted by one of the members of Hit Row, who we're going to speak about in a second, though. Oh, cool. Uh, AJ, now AKA, you know. AKA Top Dollar is the nice. host of it. I love that. Good for you, Top Dollar. I love you. Yeah. So speaking of Hit Row, uh, we go to NXT because uh, see, I am the master of uh of, of the segue of the segue segue. Uh, see, now I envision you as like, and this is Charles D. Lincoln, the segue master, and then it's you on like one of those fucking stupid scooters, just like with, going two miles an hour, but with a <laughs> crown on it. Because <laughs> I am the king yeah. of segways. Um, yes. But anyways, yes. uh, so this is hit row, and now you know. Well, well not yet, not yet, because first we start with Legato El Del. El, sorry, Legato El uh, Del Fantasma. Yes. You can you can tell I I did not really pay attention in Spanish class. Um, and uh, so they're out there, they're challenging Bronson, and then Bronson Reed and MSK come out. Mm -hmm. And uh, they had a match at TakeOver, which you'll hear tomorrow, our uh, opinions on the uh, pay-per-view, uh, where it was a six-person match, and the winner takes all. Right. So whoever wins the match becomes the, uh, the tag team, become tag team champions, and the, and the singles person, either um, Santos Escobar or Bronson Reed, become a North American champion. Woohoo! So while it, while they're arguing and they get into a fight, the hit row music starts. And, hit row, and uh, they come down and they stare hit down, row. <laughs> and they stare <laughs> down everybody. All right, B Fab. <laughs> hit row. 
<laughs> so they 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 steer down everybody because um they're going to be fighting uh Killian Dane. Yeah. Or Mr. Mr. Nikki Cross. That's Mr. Nikki Cross? Yep. Why do they all just fuck each other? This is crazy. I mean, we already talked about it, so there's no reason to go back yeah. into it. But like I'm just like I'm flabbergasted, yeah, I say. He, yep. He um that's that's her husband and uh he also trained Isla Dawn how to wrestle. Right. We literally just talked about yep, this. Yep, yep. Everything's fine. I'm not <laughs> losing it. I'm fine. Hey. And, <laughs> and his partner and his partner, Drake Maverick. Is Mr. Yes. Renee Michelle. <laughs> so there that you was go. my reaction. It was just silence. I'm sorry. Because yep. <laughs> I know you I know you've said she's like one of the most beautiful women in all of wrestling, so that's her husband. That's why I was silent, because I'm like, <laughs> no. What I are think you doing? so their theme is hilarious, by the way. Mm-hmm. Where it's like the whistling and all like happy sounding and stuff. It with, is like, cute. Yeah. Um, and I love Dane throwing Maverick off his shoulders at the beginning. Yeah, that um, was adorable. Yeah, so, I mean, this match, you know, I, we're mostly watching B-Fab, even though I love Top Dollar pushing the rest of Hit Row out of the way when Dane was going to dive on them. Yeah, that was great. I love that. I I love B-Fab's, B like, trash-talking, how she laughs. She has great expressions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, I really hate that I like them a lot now. Because <laughs> this is, this is, see, people change, people grow, and they learn. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> it, made, it made Swerve interesting. It really did. I loved fucking, I loved, like, Swerve's, like, the look on his face when they came on, like, that close-up of him. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. That was really, 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 really great. And I loved B-Fab's outfit, the, like, knee-high, like, mm -hmm. Timberland, like, like platforms and the short shorts it was awesome yeah and she eventually distracts killian dane so uh swerve can attack um yeah. and then all of hit row eventually distract him so swerve can win hooray so then uh we have poppy arriving in this awesome white and black blazer looks so good and uh, what, so the next thing they do when they go to the way, they ask Candice LeRae about uh, Poppy. Uh, yes, which... they do. And so Indy's just like playing with her hair and um, Candice is mad because everyone's talking about Poppy and not about them, the tag team champions. And so Indy talks about how Dexter, how she heard that Dexter put the headphones on and that he even cried. <laughs> and she freaks out like, I think he still loves me. And I love Candace being like, why, why is this still happening? <laughs> why is it? This is not a thing. It was not a thing. And then I love when she comes out next yes. and she's like, it's just so good. Everybody this knows is a the thing. index is a thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, that's fucking hilarious. It's so good. I, so love this, the, I love that the way stick everybody knows into conversations on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows that this is the thing. And like yes. they said compl the complete opposite like five seconds yes, earlier. Yes. Everybody knows Johnny Gargano hates wheels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I miss that so yeah, much. So, so now we have Mercedes Martinez coming out, and then Zia Lee attacks her during her intro. Yeah, I thought that this was their match. I was like, that's not supposed to be right now. Um, but yeah, she just attacks her, and then they never name the fucking person in the ring. <laughs> like, who, who Mercedes is supposed to be up against. They never say her name. <laughs> But before I even notice, of course, I just, I, I assume for like 30 seconds that this is actually a Mercedes Martinez and Zia Lee thing. Mm -hmm. um, but because as Charles said, she attacks her and like ripped her jacket off. 
Oh, I I wrote down. Oh shit! It's not even their match. There's a <laughs> there's a girl in the corner. <laughs> uh, and I loved how that girl just like didn't get involved and just like you know I feel like if I were her, even if I were new, I'd be like, bitch, this is my show, and like get involved <laughs> somehow. But she just stood there. And then you get both Zylie and Mercedes Martinez kicking your ass. So like, it's okay. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve it. I really do. Um, so but Mercedes like whoops on her and throws her over the barricade and there's just so many refs. I love Mercedes being like, Get off of me <laughs> It was awesome. And then when she got in the ring going, Bring the bell It was awesome. I yeah. loved it. I loved and it. I loved she, it. She wins in like one move. She with did the, the air raid crash, crash and, yeah. and I wrote I wrote, Who was this? Uh no one knows. <laughs> I didn't I'm like, you should at least like say what the person's name is once anyway. Whatever. You should. You should. So now we have Poppy with uh, Triple H and William Regal. Um, I always forget Triple H's name. <laughs> what? I always I always forget Triple H's name, so I always write guy whose name I forget. <laughs> uh, you could, I mean, you could say Hunter Hearst Helmsley if that's easier. Mm-mm. That's why he's called Triple H. Um, so I was amused by the Boomer H action in this. Him like being amused by technology. Oh yeah, it was you so know. silly. Because uh, she released the uh, NXT uh, soundtrack. It's five songs uh, that she uh, licensed to NF- NXT. Um, yeah, I downloaded them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I have it on my phone. I, I love those songs anyway. But I love Poppy. So good. And uh, I love Poppy so much I might even uh, draw a picture for her, as Dexter Loomis did. I just love that. I love that so much. Also, I did find he does have shit for sale. And, yeah. But what's great is that you just, like, there's no shop. Mm-hmm. It literally says on his, like, whatever his real name is, I don't know. But I follow it now. I just forget right now. <laughs> but, like, but there's no, like, link in bio to, like, click for, like, prints to buy. He's like, no, just message me and I'll tell you how much it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, is his name Samuel Shaw? That makes sense. I don't know. Because that was his name in Impact. I don't know if that was a gimmick or if that was his real name. I don't know. I can find mm. out, though. You keep going. I'm going to find out in just a minute. <laughs> so, Dexter hands a uh, drawing he did of her to Poppy, and she takes it and looks at it and really likes it, so she gives him a hug. And at that so very moment, Indy Hartwell comes by and sees him hugging Poppy. And... It says, so it's, it's Shaw, it's Shaw DeGart, and it says Sam, so yes. Okay. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah, Samuel Shaw. Yeah, so... Um, she sees him hugging Poppy, and uh, Indy's Indy's heart is uh, well broken. Um, and she runs away, and I love his expression, <laughs> like when he sees that Indy just ran off. Like, oh fuck! Yeah, it's like it's like he didn't blink the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, and but you could there was still, and it, you would think that he had the same expression on his face, but it somehow changed, you know, even though we still continue to not blink the entire time. Very impressive. Yeah. I'm sure he must have told people that he can, like, go without blinking for, like, five minutes, and they were like, that's your gimmick. That's your gimmick. Yeah. So now Candice LeRae is in the ring, and she's sick of hearing about Poppy. Um, She accuses Poppy of stealing Indy's man, as you said. She says, everybody knows Index is a thing, which I love. <laughs> um, she says, Poppy has two options. She can come out right now and face me, or we do it the hard way, and I can give you a proper introduction to the NXT parking lot. I love that. And I love, so Poppy comes out, and I just love everything about her. And she's like, 
I don't wrestle, but I know someone who does. This is just so perfect. I just like, I love, she's always been like that, even though her like look has changed so much yeah. over the years. Yeah. She's just perfect. So then the crowd goes wild because Yoshirai is back. Thank yeah, I, I figured you would be super excited uh, about Eo. I being was back. thrilled. Yeah. I was. I was like, God, that was good. I was thinking like, to myself, Indy Hartwell, like, um, I'm sorry, uh, Candice LeRae is one of the tag team champions. So my question is, is Eo going to get herself a partner? It seems that way. You know, like, will her and, say, Saray or someone team up, or? I mean, that'd be cool. I wish that Poppy did wrestle, because the two of them at the end was really cute. I could imagine Poppy becoming her manager. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think that would that would be very cool. Um, but, yeah, so uh, backstage after that, we see Io Shirai um, running into Raquel and Dakota, and there's a stare down with Raquel, and I love that. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. And I wonder, I'm just like, I'm like, oh, yeah, we haven't seen them, like, in the same space in so long. Yeah. That's yeah. That's so cool. So, so now, cool. We, now we have uh, Dakota Kai coming out there with uh, one of the best themes in all of wrestling. <laughs> and we have Ember, too. Ember Moon is there. And I remember that Shotzi, I guess, is injured. Is she just taking a break or is she actually hurt? Uh, she's, uh, she says she's injured on her, uh, her Twitter. She said that about a week ago. Okay. Yeah. Poor lady. But I'm like, where the fuck is Shotzi? I miss her so much. But Ember Moon, man, this, this match, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> it was actually really, really fun. I yeah, really, no, really this, liked this it. This is a really fun match. I enjoyed this. It's like, they somehow, I never, like, when I think about, like, matches that I want to see, I never think of Dakota Kai and Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. I never do, but this was like I feel like they suited each other really well. Their chemistry in the ring was really good. Oh yeah. Um and just watching Raquel was always really fun too. Yeah, there's there were a couple Ember did so many like cool little moves in this. Like the uh the top road codebreaker or like the little somersault stunner thing she did. The somersault stunner. Yeah, I love how she like um I I love how she like somehow how Ember, so Dakota had the firewoman's carry and Ember got, got out of it and then had Dakota on her shoulders. And then just with one, it was obviously just teamwork between the two of them. But when she like lifted her up and it was a complete 180 so we could, she could power bomb her mm-hmm. and like just turned her around 180 degrees in like a split second. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, really this cool. was, this was a really fun match. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, of course, a fun match, though, that it ends in disqualification, because, uh, when she's about to do the eclipse to, um, and Dakota Kai, I mean, we've been talking about Ember Moon's moves, but Dakota Kai is just some of the best kicks in all of wrestling. Yeah, it's so crazy, her kicks, and I feel like she's, she's just playing to her strengths. I feel like when she, like, noticed that Ember Moon was bringing her A-game and everything, then she was like, well, I'll just kick the shit out of her, because I know yeah. how to do that. And yeah. it was, it was, like, constant, and you heard it, like, when it hit her face and stuff. Yeah. Uh, crazy yeah. shit. Yeah, so, um, Raquel uh, causes disqualification, and, uh, you know, what ends up happening is, uh, Moon attacks Raquel, but ends up being double-teamed. Um, Raquel does a power, but I love that uh, Raquel, when she did her power bomb and Ember turned into a mini version of the eclipse. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm like, it's a mini eclipse. Yeah, but it doesn't knock Raquel down. No. So she starts fighting back and then Moon gets on top and does a a proper version of it. And 
I realize that's one of the first times we've ever seen Raquel knocked down. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But that and, was really fun. Yeah, and Ember draping the title over Raquel and walking out. So Yeah. That's really yeah. fun. Tune in tomorrow to hear what we thought of the actual match uh, that they uh, they did against each other. Woohoo! Yeah. So now we go, uh, we finished up the evening with Killer Cross. Killer Cross. I'm sorry, yes. Carrion Cross. I called him by his impact name for a minute. Oh, I thought you were just giving him a nickname. See, I don't know. No, no, is. that was his name in, uh, in Impact. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So he's just like... He's with Scarlet, who's just the most beautiful thing in the world, and um, he's like, I like the the weird filter like that they had over this like promo thing, um, yeah. Where he's like, you don't have to wait till Sunday to see what it's like to get flatlined, <laughs> and um, I really liked how she had the belt too. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had William Regal slowly losing control over NXT. I feel so bad for him at this point. Like, yeah, I don't necessarily um sorry my dog is coughing she is fine um but um i love i love when just like out the gate and this is carrying cross again just like attacking him directly like like last week and it was just like regal's like this match is not happening tonight and he's like you don't run anything <laughs> <laughs> so good nxc's been out of control for a very very long time um so kyle o'reilly comes out and I just like this guy is I just I just like I don't know. He just reminds me of like a skater boy in high school kind of <laughs> like in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> um and then we got Johnny Gargano comes out. Um I love his like stupid. You got to call the doctor cuz those are some sick burns. <laughs> it was really cute. Um you're going to let a guy in a jean jacket talk to you like that? <laughs> <laughs> It was really, it was really cute. Um, who else came out? The Pete guy, Dunn? T- Pete Dunn. Yeah. And he did nothing. He just told people to shut up. Yeah. And Adam Cole's just like Jumbotron. <laughs> <laughs> you heard him say it a couple times where he whipped out the baby after his name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I say baby after we say Adam Cole, baby. Um... <laughs> Why is that? Why I, is that? I don't know, but it's a thing. Whenever you say Adam Cole, baby, you have to say baby afterward. It's fucking stupid, <laughs> but I'll do it. <laughs> yes, it's wrestling. You have to go with it. Yeah. So it's just, you know, this is fun. Love eventually, it. yeah, eventually William Regal sends a security in there. To, and the uh, security gets the shit beaten out of them, too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and at the end, Adam Cole stands tall, holding the NXT title above his head. He tries to stand tall. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's, that's mean. I just love that, um, at the, uh, NXT, uh, press conference, um, they, uh, Johnny Gargano talked about how he wants to, uh, to knock out, uh, Adam Cole's teeth. And he said, it's a good thing he knows a good dentist. Yeah. I love that he referenced bit. Britt Baker like that without actually saying her name. That's so smart. Because they're going out. They're in a relationship. Because <laughs> they're all fucking each other. <gasps> I so, love like every week learning learning new things. Yes. Like that. I mean, the gossip behind all of this is really just as entertaining. Well, as I mean, else. I mean, as I said, look at our own industry. <laughs> it's true. You know, when you don't get to meet other people, you only you only end up like dating people within your circle. 
Yeah. You know. Yes, it's very true. I don't know anybody who's not an artist. Yeah, exactly. No, I know my lawyer, but... Yeah, well, he might as well be part of that, though, because he's still helping you with legal matters involving your art. You are throwing logic that I'm too tired to understand, even Damn though it right. makes sense. <laughs> Damn right. I am, I am the very model of a modern major general, motherfucker. Anyway, so let's go. Yes. Speaking of modern major generals, let's go to NXT UK. You tried. <laughs> that yeah. was like A for effort. <laughs> well, the reason why I mentioned a modern major general in the NXT UK is because sometimes you find a general inside a sub, and uh, we're going to talk about subculture. So... Uh, we have Danny Luna. <laughs> wow. I'm just, like, mind-boggled right now. <laughs> Danny Luna and Flash Morgan Webster talk about how they don't fit the mold and how Ginny and Joseph Connors don't like that. So next week, they're gonna fight. I didn't catch the dude's name, so I was like, Danny Fla- Luna's with some guy. <laughs> Flash, Morgan, Flash Morgan Webster. Mm-hmm. The mod father. That's dumb. Okay, yes. can't wait. Well, I didn't name him. <laughs> I didn't name him. Yeah. So, now the biggie. The biggie. Just like, this was just the best match I've seen in a while, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're talking about Mako Satamora versus Kaylee Ray, which I didn't realize, 649 days she had that belt, yep. Kaylee Ray. I should note, by the way, remember we saw Walter fighting Tommaso Ciampa? Yeah. Uh-huh. Walter also uh, got to 800 days as NXT Holy UK shit. champion. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Mako Satamora um, versus Kaylee Ray. I love that little fringe robe that Kaylee Ray came out in. Yeah. Like, I've never seen her before in that, and I, I really am excited to see her wear that again. Well, I'd like to think also that you could tell that... You could tell that this was going to be a big match for her, and they probably pulled out all the stops. Like, I was thinking with the outcome that maybe that's why... They- yeah. She had something like that. Yeah. You know? You're going to lose Kaylee, but he has a new jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about this match, Chelsea. It was what? fucking nuts, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I wrote like, I wrote like six pages of notes about <laughs> yeah. this match. This match um, was nuts. It was just, I mean, my big note is that it looked like they were hurting each other. That's why yeah. I'm like, this is a great match. These are fantastic wrestlers. But, like, I was like, th- it, it didn't even look like they were, like, doing it proficiently. Like, doing yeah. the moves proficiently and safely. I think they still were. But I think that it sounded like bodies hitting the pavement over and over and over again. Well, you saw how Mako's cheeks started swelling up. Yep. Or, like, when they started just kicking each other in the face. <laughs> I know. I was just like, I, I feel like I dislocate my jaw like chewing on a gumball. Like, how do people, <laughs> like, how are these people okay? <laughs> I, I absolutely love, if we're talking about that, Mako Satomura just smiling after getting oh, yeah. kicked right in the jaw. Well, the final boss whole thing is is absolutely true. I kept, I was like, I wrote several times that, like, every time she gets hit, she gets more powerful. Yeah. Like, and you could see it with her just, like, laughing and just, like, I was like, holy fuck, I'm scared. Yeah. Like, don't hit her again, Kaylee Ray. You have the right idea by getting the fuck out of there. Like, like, bitch, like, pussying out and being like, this is my belt. I'm coming. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, she had the right idea. There was one point that I that Mako did something I've never seen anyone do before because I've seen someone go for a move, 
and the other person get out of the way. But Mako adjusted and caught Kaylee Ray anyway, and I thought that was fucking great. Oh, yeah, and she got her on the hair. Is yeah. that like, yeah. yeah. So Kaylee tried to get out of the way, and she just still fucking got her. That was amazing. That was yeah. really cool. I'm Now I'm, I'm speaking from memory because there are six pages of notes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to go through all of this. But yeah, I, I just... have like three pages of notes from that match, but it's still like. I then... also want to point out the ref, the official mm-hmm. in this match. Um, I loved him being like. Kelly, I don't want to have to tell you again. Get off of her hair. Like, <laughs> don't. And he reminded me, and just with his face, he was so concerned. He, like, had the same expression on his face that I'm sure I did, too. Like, just constant, like, distraught, like, worry <laughs> for their safety. And his hands were always like this. And I was like, he looks like a very concerned, you, you should, like, you should high des- school concert conductor. You should describe <laughs> what you just did with your hands because only I can see it. Ah <laughs> oh, fuck! I was being a con a conductor, yeah, like in yeah. in a band, like a like John Williams. Yeah, that's what he, he was like—a concerned conductor of an orchestra. Yeah, like, exactly. And I loved him so much. It was really great. It was um, you know, it just added to everything. And it's what was amazing to me with this is that they did each other's moves. Yeah. You know, that was awesome. And then, like, once, once, um, when Kaylee Ray did it, what was her move? The Scorpio Rising? Is that what yeah. she did of Mako's? And then, and she then, she also did a Mako, Death Valley Driver, too. She, yes. And then, but I feel like Mako was just like, all right, I'm going to fucking glory bomb your ass. Yeah. Like, you know, just did it out of spite. I thought that that was really, really cool. And I was like, there were a couple of moments where I was just like, we're, Mako wouldn't touch her, and I was like, she's powering up, man. She's powering yeah. up. This is bad. This is really, <laughs> this I, is really bad. I, I actually wrote, it's like fighting Jason. Because, <laughs> like, she super kicks her in the face, she gets back up. She super kicks her, she super kicked her, like, four times in the face. Yeah. And makeup no. kept getting right back up, and it's like, holy shit, that's just what I imagine it's like when you get in the Friday the 13th movies, if you just like a wrestler fought Jason. Yeah. Like, yeah. just, they super kick him, he just gets the fuck back up, and it's like, oh, fuck. And I feel like her grin got wider every yeah. time. And yeah. And I was like, holy shit, like, my nipples got hard, I got goosebumps, I was like, this is awesome, and I was like, I was like, Mako's gonna win this. Yeah. Holy shit, and then when she did, the cheer, like, it was, I haven't heard a cheer like that. In a long time. Unfortunately, that was, awesome. that was a piped-in cheer. Oh. The one thing that well, bothered me... Well, you ruined me, it. <laughs> the one thing that bothered me is I absolutely love this match, but please don't pipe in a This Is Awesome chant if there's nobody there. Oh, it was piped in. Yeah, please don't do that, guys. I, like, the match, it was awesome. It was, it was an amazing match, but we don't need a fake audience doing This Is Awesome. Oh, I'm sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you notice there's no crowd there, so they pipe in the noise. Because well, you know what made up for it was the fucking ring full of streamers. I want a ring full of streamers. That is a Japanese thing. That's a traditional Japanese uh, victory That's celebration. That's so cool. Asuka got that when she won the NXT championship, too. Uh, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, um... Love this match. Can't say enough good things about this match. Mm-hmm. Um, it, if anyone, I mean, it was a well-deserved victory for uh, Mako. Yes, it was. And um, as I said, it also, it, that what I was saying before, 
I think it also could lead to a great redemption story for Aifa Valkyrie. A hundred percent. Because Aifa lost her undefeated streak to Mako, and I would have her, after a couple months, she should get a shot, and I'd have her lose. Oh, yeah. And she has to fight even harder. And then she becomes the eventual person to take the title from Mako Satomura and make herself a big star in the process. Agreed. Yeah. So I would like Mako to hold the title for at least a year. Yeah. You know. That would be ideal. Yeah. So, and I I would like Kaylee Ray to maybe show up on on regular NXT now or something. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. Because she's so fucking talented and yeah. terrifying. Interest, interesting what she's saying, by the way, now, where she's like, the belt lost me, not the other way around. Yeah, and I love how she's also respectful and she's like, Mako was the better woman. Yes. Yeah, I love that very much. Yeah. Yeah, so let's go to SmackDown. Um, okay. Where we get Liv versus Carmella. Liv Morgan versus Carmella. Where Liv wins, fuck yeah. <laughs> Did you notice, by the way, and I thought this, like, warmed my heart, that Liv had a thigh band on that had the word Rue on it? Yeah. I love that she's still fucking giving tribute to Ruby Riot, even though she's been, she's not there anymore. I just, I just, I, I don't, it's gonna take me a long time to get over that. Yeah. But it's really good that Liv, like, took this victory. She did a great job. Um, I like that she has this move called the Oblivion. That's yeah. cool. And also um, that also that she just starts the match off by punching Carmella in the face. Yeah, because why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, this is really, and this stupid shit about, like, most beautiful woman in wrestling that Michael did, and then now Carmella's making a thing. I was like, at least they're making it a thing. I still feel like fucking... This felt like Carmella has been watching, like, last year's Tennille Dashwood uh, matches. Yeah. Because the fact that she's not even upset by losing, as long as they still say she's the most beautiful woman in the WWE... I'm like, it's a silver lining, or like, maybe she's she's a glass half full type of gal. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. No, but, it's bullshit. Uh, <laughs> but I will say the uh, glass is uh, is is uh, half empty. Um, when we uh, go to Ding Dong Hello, that was really a good, a valiant effort. Again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm. I was doing such great ones last week. I'm gonna try to do the worst ones I can this week and and see. Um, fantastic that's fantastic i just so, love bailey looks amazing backstage prepping for ding dong hello like with yeah, a was, green blazer she looks like funk pop diane keaton <laughs> <laughs> i'm all about it um and i loved the fucking like late night talk show host music yes that was playing that yeah. was so so good i she said she upgraded for everyone it shows like all these like poster boards up on like easels <laughs> um, of all of her accolades, and we have Seth Rollins coming out, and I wonder if they're going to become or, a thing. No, they're not, because that's Mr. Becky Lynch. I meant like in the in the um like no, I but know. I mean they've actually made him and Becky Lynch um team up at times. Yeah, that's why I was wondering if he's going to team up with Bailey. Probably not. Probably not. Although she called him the Drip God, and this makes me feel old because I know that's like I guess a thing the kids are saying. But it makes him sound like the god of STDs, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, a drip is something that kids are saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, John, uh, Ty, uh, what do you call it? Frankie Monet's husband has also started calling himself Johnny Drip Drip. And it's some what sort of like, it's some sort of like hip hop term. But it just, uh, to me, it, it just makes it sound like you have like chlamydia or something. Oh. That's what it sounds yeah, like to me. Like, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. 
But I do love that that Seth Rollins rings the doorbell. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so cute. Yeah, I love that he rings the doorbell. He looks great. They just look good together, you know. Like yeah. and their their like energy bouncing off each other was just was so cute. I love how he like knocked down the set, like can't close the door, like messes up the mat. <laughs> like right from the get go and you could just tell that that wasn't supposed to happen mm. and um, and it was really cute how they played it off and just like the respect that they're giving each other even though it's very in the very like Seth Rollins and Bailey tone it's still really great yeah well they, they complement each other so I good. I think they both started in NXT around the same time that makes sense yeah that makes uh, sense, yeah. Because yeah. he was, because I believe he was the first NXT champion. Oh. Yeah. Fuck. So, yeah. So, and I love when they show the clip of uh, him giving the t- the curb stomps to Cesaro, and then Seth yes. gets really serious, and it looks yeah. like there's some tension there or something, and then they both then just they start just... laughing. Yeah. That's why I was like, God, they like play they pl- play off each other so 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 well. Yeah. And then yeah. so the 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 door just talk much, Chelsea? Jesus Christ. Um the, the the doorbell rings. And I love that he's just like, Did you get some food? Or did you give me a surprise? <laughs> and then Bailey's like, No, you got me a gift. Um so Cesaro beats him up. <laughs> Because he's just, Seth is just like, I'll be the gentleman, and I'll, it's just really, really cute. So, um, he, t- he rips his pants off. I didn't see him rip them off. They just seemed to disappear when I was watching, and I was like, did they get caught on something? Like They, like, they, like, I think that he grabbed him, and then I saw them, like, fall down, oh, and then okay. they went with it. Okay, okay. I don't think it was supposed to happen, but they just yeah. went with it. Well, it's good he was wearing underwear. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise i think they might have re-recorded yeah. that <laughs> they would have they yeah, yeah exactly so cesaro throws throws her um her bamboo plant like a javelin and she's just like pissed it was very and rude of cesaro i like very, cesaro in the he ring destroys the whole set and she's so sad and she's just trying to reassemble it like a kid yeah. whose like school project just got yeah. destroyed and then bianca belair comes out and is a bully and i didn't like that yeah, she was a bully. She just laughed. And it was just, I'm like, don't stoop to her level. You're above that. Yeah, that was not cool. That was not Bianca, cool. Bianca, be nice. Yeah. You're, you Bailey, do, don't be nice. Do better, Bianca. Do better. Mm-hmm. So now we have Liv Morgan. And uh, I love this little interview with her where she says that uh, if she uh, has to tell you guys anything, it's that she's going to be a future SmackDown champion. Yeah, that would be awesome. And if you don't believe me, just watch me. Yes. So, speaking of, uh, you know, future SmackDown champions, let's go to Impact. Um, (laughs) Oh, we're going to Impact? Okay, hold on, gotta scroll. All right, here we are. Yeah, so we have Rosemary versus Havoc. Um, And before the match even started, I wrote, is it weird that I'm thinking about how there's no teams in Impact, like, anymore, because they've either broken up or, or left or whatever. Is it weird that I think Rosemary and Havoc would be a great team? They would be a great team. I think they'll get there. Yeah. So, and I love that a spear is the first move of the match, too. Yeah. There was two of them. Yeah. Yeah, Rosemary doing that, and then she does that cool, weird submission. Inverted chin something. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. Havoc does a full Nelson and a backbreaker and a clothesline. Rosemary spears again. 
Um, and then Rosemary did some, like, reverse DDT that Havoc, like, countered. It was, like, okay. It was, like, cool to see them. But, you know, the whole idea was that if Havoc won, it was going to be a fatal three-way to for against Deanna with the three of them. But it's kind of nice that they didn't, that we didn't have to deal with that. Because I feel like Impact just does shit like that because they can. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's annoying. And I'm sick of it. But, um... So then Susan and Kim and Deanna come out and Susan does her shoe shtick again and Deanna's on <laughs> Rosemary and Susan and Kimberly are on Havoc. Um, Deanna does a Venus de Milo on Rosemary and Susan gets the mic and is like, that's what you get, you freaks. Um, and she wants Tasha versus Kimberly right now. We're having this match now. And I was like, I wrote, that's a random fucking segue. Well, I love that she didn't challenge Tasha herself. She had her, she challenged her teammate to fight Tasha. And Kimberly, I feel like they're both like sick of Susan because like you can tell Kimberly was like, why? Why? She did that like a couple of times. Like, what the fuck? Like, maybe they'll turn against Susan and then Sue Young will come back. Please, for the love of God. Um, Yeah. But I just I just thought it was, like, the worst segue, worse than your segues this episode. Um, <laughs> just the worst segue where she was like, you guys are freaks. Tasha and Kimberly, we're doing this right now. And I was like, there was no segue whatsoever. Um, so, so speaking of no segue, let's go to the Kimberly versus Tasha match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, what happens? Um, Tasha does a dropkick. That happened um, after Tasha does some flip thing over the ropes, but Kimberly catches her and does a hurricane rata and throws her into the ropes. I, I, I mean, when Tasha right. slapped her in the chest, that hurt. Yeah. I saw that. That was like a bunch of times that hurt. Um, Kimberly had a sidewalk slam and had a suplex, but wouldn't let her go, which was cool and did the delayed vertical thing. Um... Uh oh! It actually looked like it hurt when like she did the when Kimberly did the senton off the top rope and like caught oh her, yeah Tasha's knees. Tasha on the way put down. up her knees. Yeah, yeah, that looked really painful. Um, yeah, Tasha eventually wins with the Falcon Arrow. Yes, I loved how like so then the other four of them are fighting right. So you got who was in there? Diana, Susan, Susan, Tasha, Kiera, and Kira. Yeah. yeah. And then, so they're all fighting, and Kimberly is still on the fucking canvas, like, fuck my back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is out of a fucking comedy right now. It was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I hope you're okay. Um, uh, Kimberly eventually puts her fingers in Kiara's nose, because why not? Um, <laughs> it's just, it's more impact shit. Yeah, and then Rosemary and Havoc come out and attack everyone, which I guess means they're going with my idea. Yes, because you came up with it first. Yep, yep. And I love Kiara. I love Kiara trying to run and then from Rosemary and then bumping into Havoc and saying, damn. Yeah, she was like, well, damn. That that, that was hilarious. Yeah. I love that very much. So and then there's do, a, um, a double choke slam. Double choke slam. Yeah. Yeah. So now we Cute. go to your favorite segment, All About Me. Uh, which is not all about me. It's about Tennille Dashwood. Um, and it would be very weird if it was actually about me, of all That people. would be amazing. Because it would just be like, why is Tennille Dashwood having a show where she asks people about Charles D. Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, now you know. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, so, it's, this is just annoying and stupid and dumb, Rachel, but hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel, I'm starting to be very amused by them, though. 
I know. I hate how our opinions are changing. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I well, don't like it's, that. It seems like she started to care again. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but I, so Rachel comes out with Jordan Grace, Rachel Erling, and uh, I love how they're trying to get Jordan Grace to leave. <laughs> like, there's no room. There's no room. And she's like, no, there's plenty of room. I can stay here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's it's dumb. Um, I love Latina being like, you brought, you brought her with you? <laughs> and Rachel being like, yeah, she's my tag partner. Like, and she had to, like, keep keep saying it. And, of course, I love how Impact has to go and, like, be like, oh, yeah, Rachel and Jordan have a new shirt and all this stuff and have Jordan wear it. And then in the pr- match prior, they mentioned it. And I was yeah. like, this is dumb. So I guess that, that means that Jordan and Rachel are going to be tag partners for a while if they have a shirt. I just remember thinking, wouldn't, like, isn't that dumb if they break up immediately, like, a week after getting a shirt? It would be dumb, but it's Impact, so maybe that'll happen. Yeah. Um, so, there's a special present. Wait, am I on the right thing? I am. So, Caleb has a special presentation, and it's the Influence shirt with Tennille and, um, Caleb. and Caleb. And she's just like, you know, Rachel and Jordan are like, why would we want that? We're ta-? And she's like, oh, no. Well, Tennille's like, well, I'm the guest. It's for me. Um, <laughs> Of course. I was and so amused like, oh, at, at, at at them giving each other gifts. <laughs> it's so stupid. I love it so much. So um, Jordan Jordan and Tennille are gonna um are gonna wrestle at a against all odds, which we will also be covering on tomorrow's pay per view special. Wrestle. Wrestle. Wrestling. So now we go to AEW uh Dynamite. Yes, where Jay um, Cargill's doing stupid shit with, with the one eight hundred lawyer Sterling guys. I he says a lot of nothing and uses words like monetization that I don't feel he knows what they mean. He said strip to the freeloaders, the hangers honors, and the bamboozlers. And I was like, this is awful. Yeah. He is not a good he needs his microphone taken away. Yes, he does. Yeah. And I mean, they start talking about how she gets residuals every one time someone says I'm that bitch, which I don't believe is true. Nope. Um and that's so- it. <laughs> yeah. So now we go to Nyla Rose versus Layla Hirsch. Um so I looked it up. Nyla Rose is only five foot seven. What? So I suspect Layla Hirsch is is shorter than the four eleven she says she is. She's only five seven? Yes. Wow. Because Either Nyla Rose is way taller than she says she is, or Layla Hirsch is way shorter than she says she is. Yeah, because the difference is insane. Because that, yeah, that looks like there's at least a foot, if not a foot and a half of difference. Not not eight inches. Agreed. Like, and honestly, like, Layla Hirsch is built like she might be a little person. Maybe. Like, you know, I mean, she has a lot of, like, features that one could associate with, like, dwarfism or something. Yeah, I don't you know. You know, and, and there's nothing wrong if, if, if you know, she qualifies as a little person, mm-hmm. but she... She was great in this. Yeah, no, she was, she was a lot of fun. Um, you know, like, she uh, did some cool stuff. Her German um, suplex thing is called the Gigi Katame. Yeah, and this is That's probably cool. the most fun I've ever had watching a Nyla Rose match, too. Well, because Vicky Guerrero really didn't do much. No, <laughs> no, but Nyla was actually, like, everyone did what they were supposed to be doing in this match. Yes. You know, 
Like, I love Layla going for a Hurricane Rana, and it just ends up becoming a beast, a fucking top rope beast bomb. Yeah. Or um, when uh, Layla tried to do a dive, and Nyla just caught her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I I really, I, I, I mean, it wasn't my favorite match, but I thought it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. I just think, and I just think that someone is lying about their height. <laughs> and we will get to the bottom of it. I don't really care enough to, no, but someone care. is, someone is lying about their height. We have a liar in our midst. Yes. Yeah. Uh, time to put on your Sherlock Holmes hat. And, uh, uh, yeah, there you go. That's the noise you make when you put on your Sherlock Holmes hat. It is. Yes. So. Uh, now we go to Britt Baker, who really needs to stop ripping off um, how we say B, T, B. Yeah, he just, he, he spelled it out with his finger. Yes, because that's what you're supposed to do. That's, how, that's our catchphrase. Yes, it is. And Britt Baker stole it from us. Yeah, so that's, Britt, um, Britt yeah. Baker talking about uh, how she saw Nyla Rose flipping burgers. Um, how she looks good doing it and she do it full time. Yeah. Um, I do love that she says she would never make fun of Layla, of Layla Hirsch's height, um, which I assume is something she did from the way that she's, uh, she's acting. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. That, that makes sense. She yeah. calls her little, little Layla or little Miss Layla yeah. or something. Yeah. So she said she'll add Nyla Rose to a list of jealous bitches in the back. Yes. And the title makes you Nyla, but. But I make the title, and this yeah. is a whole new era, yada yada, Britt Baker, yeah. DMD, yep. BCB. So, yep, so finally, the last thing from AEW this week is AEW Dark. Which is not in the dark again. <laughs> it is very much in the daytime. I have a feeling it's going to be in the daytime all summer. That makes no sense. Uh, Can't you just convince the sun to set a little earlier? No. No, not can't. at nine o'clock. It's yeah. like I can still like see. No, it's dark now. Never mind. It's nine thirty. Yeah, the sun goes down at like nine o'clock right now. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So Abaddon versus Willow, who we actually were very positive about last week on uh, Ring of Honor. She was like the one thing we liked from Ring of Honor, and so I was just like, well, maybe we just won't. You remember last week, loyal listeners, that we were like, maybe we'll just cover Willow and not Ring of Honor. We don't know. And then, yeah. and then, um. And then she shows up in AEW, and I was like, okay, well, this makes it, this, this is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, it was fun watching them, although, Jesus Christ, they pumped up those disrespectful, shitty commentary, like, fucking 50 levels. Oh, my God, it was horrible. They even cut away to the fucking dude. Ricky Starks just, like, fucking looking at her like he found fucking shit on his food. Yeah, he's like, oh, another competitor with cataracts. And yeah. Like, all, all sorts of shit. Willow was great. And yeah. being scared, like, because she was really good at acting and wrestling. Yeah. And, and, and Abaddon's perfect. Yeah, always. I mean, you know, like, I, I just, the, the commentary was typically awful. It was, like, it was very, like, wh- very... Why did she, like, she just threw up blood. Is she nervous? Is that why she threw up? She upchucks when she's nervous? Like, it was just stupid. And then they talk about her... Bi- you know, they were like, oh, well, Willow's from Long Island, so, and maybe, maybe, and th- so, this, all right, all right, all right, here we go. So, Willow's from Long Island, and, and I wonder if Abaddon's from, I don't know, Amityville, and then whoever the fuck it was, he was just like, if anyone can make that connection, I'm like, of 
course, everyone knows Amityville's in Long Island, but apparently the other commentators <laughs> didn't. Because <laughs> it was like, well, I don't, like, is she a realtor? And then they went on with her being, about her being a realtor instead of talking about the match. It was I feel, just... I, I feel like that's the type of shit that it's okay when we talk about. Like, you don't, because we're a fucking podcast and we just go stream of consciousness most of the time. For commentary, I want to hear about the match. I don't want to hear your weird fantasy occupations for the wrestlers. And then <laughs> like, the fact, and then you're just showing how fucking stupid you are if you don't know that Amityville's in Long Island. Yeah. So it's fucking stupid. Anyway. Yeah, but I do love um, how Abaddon uh, bit Willow's wrist during that submission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. It was really good. And then she had a driving knee strike, crossbody, a DDT, and then pinned her to win it. But it was yes. kind of anticlimactic, I felt like, at the end. Yeah. But it was longer than three minutes and 37 seconds. Yes, yes. So at least, uh, you know, they gave a little bit of time for Willow to uh, kind of get a little bit of shine on her. Yes. So, uh, we're going to reevaluate two uh, wrestling shows today. We are. So, first one, because uh, we've, we've definitely expressed our... Um, our, you know, impatience, our growing impatience with Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. So I figured we'd watch this week's and then determine whether or not we're going to watch a non-Willow-based Ring of Honor from this point forward. Right. So this was Trisha Dora and Maserati versus Sumi Soke and Miranda Alize, which I had to write down so I, I, I didn't say Miranda Alize. Right. I'm still scrolling to find so, it, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I love Sumi um, trying to get the non-existent crowd to chant for her. That will well, never... Well, that's just so cute. That will never stop amusing me. Yes. And I also love Sumi going for the test of strength with Trisha Dore, who's, like, a foot taller than her or something crazy yeah. like that. And yeah, when that she, was she, cute. Yeah, when she put her hand up, it was, like, just... I don't think that, like, Sumi could have reached it if she went on the turnbuckles. Oh, yeah. No. Agreed. Yeah. Sumi, honestly, I think is a joy to watch. She's like someone's really enthusiastic Japanese aunt. Yes. Um, I'll tell you, I think Trishadora is so much more interesting than Maserati. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, every time, like, Trish just commands the fucking ring. Every time Maserati got in there, I kind of fucking zoned out. Oh, yeah, I didn't really pay attention when she was in the ring. Yeah. That's um, bad. Yeah, yeah. So um, I do love Sumi no-selling a suplex and then doing her own German. Yeah, um, that was great. And, uh, you know, I also love Sumi going for a suplex. Maserati starts to reverse it. And then, uh, you know, Miranda Alize stops the reversal, which I thought was a very cool little uh, sequence yeah. they had there. There was uh, some really great tag team stuff in this, but that's yeah. about it. Um, yeah, I'll say I like Elise, I like Trisha Dora, and I find Sumi Soke really, uh, really amusing. Yeah. Maserati is really not good. No. No. So Agreed. They're all sh- they all shake hands, and then Max the Impaler comes in and attacks everybody. And I feel like this just went on way too long. And she went for the fucking, for the, what was it? The, 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 baga, baga, the timekeeper. The timekeeper. Yeah, she did a backbreaker to the timekeeper. And the ref casually walks by. 
Do you yeah. see that? He was in the background just like... Burp, burp, burp. Well, that, that's the other thing. I'm like, why are all? Why are none of the good guys trying to help the poor timekeeper? Yeah, no. You know, no. they're all just like, well, she's not a wrestler, but I guess she's on her own. Fuck her. <laughs> like... Yeah, it was dumb. Yeah. Although I'm glad to see that Max has, has gra- like, doesn't let go of people when she drops them on her shoulder. Like she did the last time where it just looks super dangerous. Yeah. Like, that's not a move you can control if you're letting go of somebody. So I like that she keeps her, um, she kept her arm on them. They probably had a talk with her later on about how she could paralyze someone if she does that wrong when she's letting go. Right. You know, so, um. What a talk that someone would have to have with you. (laughs) I've heard, I mean, that's the thing, listening to Jim Cornette's podcast, he's told me about, well, not told me, but on the podcast, he. He's talked about guys he managed who had to have those talks. Oh, my God. Like, he talks about Cody Rhodes' dad. Actually, like, there was a guy named Big Bubba who used to, Big Bubba Rogers, who used to be, like, this big, like, six foot eight, like, almost 400-pound dude. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was, like, Jim Cornette's bodyguard, and he tried doing some move, and he did it wrong, and it hurt the other guy. And uh, Cody Rhodes' dad used to be the guy in charge at that point. Uh, Cody Rhodes' dad, Dusty, and Dusty went up to, to Bubba Rogers and just said to him right in his face, don't, kid, don't do shit you don't know how to do. Oh, wow. Just, like, right in his face in front of everybody. Just, like, yelled at him about that. Well, good. Yeah. So... You gotta fucking do it. Yeah, so, and then, uh, I, why do we get so many fucking Lenny segments on this? I don't know. I hate him. Yeah, so... Um, and then finally we have Vita Von Starr and her kind of like Charles Manson-y sideshow dude who says that she Yeah, I was be... like, he's just some weird, like, shitty, like, shy, like, like, ringleader, circus ringleader person. Yeah. Who gets eaten by a lion eventually in his life. Like, I know that they're supposed to be kind of like the Manson family, but he comes off as, like, corrupt circus folk. Yes. <laughs> like, you know. Corrupt circus folk. I Doesn't love that. Doesn't he, though? That's what he, he really, really comes does. off as. I'm like, yeah. that needs to be a band. Corrupt yeah. circus folk. So Maria puts her in the tournament, but says she can't interfere in men's matches anymore, which I guess means Vita has been attacking people in matches we haven't been watching. Right. Um, But that was, uh, and then, of course, because we don't have enough Lenny, uh, they give us a third fucking Lenny segment. I'm like, no, we we get enough, we get enough, we get enough Lenny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I definitely have my, my, uh, my weekly allowance of, uh, Lenny Leonard, uh, more than enough yeah. of it. Um, so, after this, uh, uh, do you want to continue to cover Ring of Honor in the future? I mean, obviously, we, if we say no, I still want to see Vita Von Star matches, because I thought she was great, and I still want to see Willow, and I will definitely tune in Vita for Allison K. Yeah. We didn't. We saw her this week in a match. You, no, she was the one at the uh, at the last segment. Right. Yeah. Do you remember no, how like I, she was the I, one who used to be? She actually used to be in the circus, if you remember. Oh yeah. Yeah, and she was doing all these crazy fucking contortions in her match and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Duh. Yeah. So I definitely want to see her, and I definitely want to see Willow, and I definitely want to see Allison K. But do we want to watch Ring of Honor from this point forward for the other with the other people involved? I'm saying a no. Okay. That's where I'm at. <laughs> okay. Then um we are now going to officially drop Ring of Honor, except for Vita Von Star, Willow, 
and uh, Allison Kay. Woohoo! Sorry, Lenny. Yeah, I mean, if the show improves, we'll do what we what we do with other stuff, like re reevaluated AEW and started watching it again. Yeah. Um. You know, if a show gets better, I'm gonna still you know tune in every now and then. If uh-huh. if things get if you know five six months from now if things get considerably better, we'll we'll go back to it. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's just, it feels like, I mean, I don't know if you feel the same way, but as I said last week, it feels like I'm watching a wrestling school. Agreed. It feels like I'm watching people who don't have enough experience to be doing the stuff they're doing, and they're not, like, there's no veteran to teach them how to be better at it. It's true. You know, it's like all people at, like, the same level, and then you get, that's why someone like Willow or Vita Von Star stick out so much. Mm-hmm. because they're a level beyond everybody else, but they're still not a veteran. Yep. And when the only veteran you guys have is Angelina Love, like, that's not, that's not good. That's, that's not good enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, sorry about that, Ring of Honor. Like I said, we will be checking out Vita Von Star. We will be checking out Willow, but, and Allison K, because Allison K is always great. Right. But, um... Otherwise, uh, that's going to be the end of our uh, Ring of Honor coverage for now. I hope... I hope Willow or Vita Von Star become the Ring of Honor champion, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, I want, you know, we do this not with like a bias. We do this with the intention that we'd love to be able to watch more of it. We'd love mm-hmm. to be able to have it be a show that we're excited to see. Right. But if it's going to keep being like this, and like, as I said, I'm, you know, I, Maserati, two years from now, could be the best fucking wrestler in the world. But right now, She's really not fun to watch. No, she's not. Yeah, and these people just need a lot more, a lot more seasoning. They do. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be our final oh, Ring of Honor, man. our final Ring of Honor segment that does not involve Vita Von Star, Allison K, or Willow. Um, mm-hmm. Watch next next week is just going to be all three of them from like now. On. Oh, a hundred percent because that's yeah. how it works. Yeah. So, um, and then our final uh, reevaluation. We are reevaluating whether or not we want to watch Monday Night Raw. So, so we start off with Charlotte, um, who wants Nikki, who wants the Nikki Cross match to be stricken from the record. She's just disrespectful and just a piece of shit. And she says it's disrespectful to have lost to someone like Nikki Cross. I'm like, fuck you. And they're like, no, fuck you. <laughs> like, there's nothing we can do. You fucking, you said yes, and then you lost. Like, what do you want me to do? Um, <laughs> Um, but so what I, I, I don't, I, this is, I just said a bunch of typos. So go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, when you said that, I just imagined it like drunk history. <laughs> like I'm, I'm imagining like Rhea Ripley and Charlotte and Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville's mouths moving, but like your words coming out where it's like, oh yeah, well fuck you. Oh yeah, well fuck you too. <laughs> and, like, so I'm just imagining that. <laughs> I fucking love drunk history so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Rhea comes out too. Yep. She does. And she talks about how she respects Nikki and she's not like a piece of shit. Like she's like, she's like, you're a piece of shit. Scarlet. (laughs) Scarlet. I just called her Scarlet. Charlotte. (laughs) I haven't, I have had no booze today. Um, (laughs) um, you're a piece of shit, Charlotte. At least I respect Nikki Cross. Fuck you, is what she says. Yeah. Um. So she wants a rematch with Nikki, too. So they're like, well, it's a tag team now. Play up. And they're like, what? They're like, what? well, do, does she... 
she's alone. They don't have. <laughs> now I'm just pretty, like trying to make it like drug history. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's let let's let that happen organically. Let's not just yeah. So. Um, and now I'm actually drunk. No, but so then she gets to pick someone on Nikki Cross gets to pick someone of her choosing for this tag yeah. team match, and she pick picks Oscar. Yes. Yeah. So, um, we see the woman who last time I saw her was the single worst women's wrestler I had ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, here just looking like a pink-haired fucking Kardashian wannabe. I wrote, "There's a pink lady." And yeah, this is going so on too long. That's that's Eva Marie. I mean, hey, it's been like eight years or something since she was last there. So it's entirely possible. Maybe she learned how to wrestle in that time. But it, last time I saw her, she made Lana look like Io Shirai. Right. Like she was she just sucked. Yeah, well, maybe I, I assume that things are different now. So we'll see. Yeah. Yes. So now, uh, so we have Rhea uh, Ripley backstage, and uh, mm-hmm. Charlotte says that she has more experience than Rhea, so Rhea should follow her lead, and that uh, you know she'll handle Asuka while Rhea should handle Nikki, because Rhea respects Nikki. <laughs> yeah, and Rhea says Charlotte um, that her title, um, you know, uh, out outranks her experience, so uh, Charlotte yeah. should follow her lead. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. That so awesome. then we so get the, we match. the match. Yeah. Um, I'll say before they went to commercial break, the flow of this was really bad. Yeah. Because it was just Charlotte and Rhea fighting each other the whole fucking, like, first well, five minutes. Well, that also just kept happening. Yeah. It was just, I mean, it was kind of ridiculous. Just to, like, I feel like it's still just disrespectful to Nikki Cross, who's probably just grateful to be on television. Yeah. You know, I I do like that they gave Nikki. Um, Nikki actually had a lot of offense when they came back from commercial, though. Yes, they did. Yes, she did. She really yeah. did. She was great. Yeah. She was really. I mean, like she's just happy to be there, and she's so quick and so spunky, and just a joy to watch. Really. Yeah. And it was entertaining. It was a little bit of overkill, but the whole Charlotte and Rhea feuding thing, it was it was entertaining. Yeah, I'm just really hoping that on Sunday, fucking Charlotte doesn't beat Rhea, because I'll, I'll be... You know what? I almost feel like that will be my evaluation of Raw. Yeah. Where if, if you know, Rhea... No matter what we decide today, if Rhea loses to Charlotte, I think the answer should be no longer watching. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So, um, Charlotte reverses a, uh, they start fighting at a one point because, uh, Flair keeps giving Rhea orders. And, uh, so, so Rhea goes to put her in the riptide. Charlotte reverses it into a natural selection. And then Nikki Cross makes the pin. Yes, which was just cute. And then Nikki and Alexa and Ella, sorry, Alexa and Asuka go up in the announcer's table and just start dancing. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So now we get Alexa Bliss with Lily. Yes, and we learned that Shayna interrupted um, their play date with Reginald. But, and Shayna said that, that Lily is just a stupid doll, but Shayna's wrong. And if you don't believe me, see what happens later tonight when Shayna comes to play with us. It's going to be a real scream. It's so cute. She's so cute. Yeah, so we see Shayna backstage. Nia Jax um, comes out there and offers her help, but Shayna doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. So why don't, exactly you co- why don't you cover the last segment? Okay, the, um, the, well, Naya warns her. She's like, she probably has something planned tonight. So Shayna comes to Alexa's playground, 
And Alexa's just so, so cute. And she said that this is a place for friends this week, but it might be different after tonight. But maybe we'll make a new friend. And then Lily says some shit. And then, um, <laughs> and obviously it's, you know, something good. So Shana comes, not good. And Alexa tells Lily to be more open-minded. But Shana comes in and knocks over the rocking horse, which is just rude. Um, <laughs> um, and so she didn't learn a lesson and she did some naughty things. She's, Alexa's talking to Shana. But maybe things will change because we want to give you a chance to be our new friend. And all you have to do is say, I'm sorry to Lily. And she's like, I'm not going to apologize to a doll. Um, and then when she, um, um, and she said that, uh, that what, why Reggie had the accident, it's her, or no, the Alexa is the reason why Reggie had his accident and the reason why her and I aren't champions anymore. And, um, Alexa's like, I'd never do such a thing. I just want us to be friends. So Lily says more shit. And then I love the change in Alexa's voice and the timbre in her voice. And she's just like, no, I think it's in your best interest to apologize to Lily. <laughs> so she says she's sorry. She takes Lily, says she's sorry. And I'm sorry that you're just a stupid doll. And she stomps on her face after Alexa, after Alexa attacks her. So Alexa I, f- I looks- feel like whoever wrote this was just like the, saw their kids fight for the first time. That, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was so, like, oh my god, look, it hurts a child's feelings when you step on their doll. Yep, that's pretty much exactly what happened. And um, so, so Alexa looks concerned, and then she smiles. And I love the music's all distorted, the lights are crazy, and then there's a shit ton of fire that, like, chase, like, Shayna up the ramp and backstage. But when she gets backstage, you think she's safe, she's not safe. The lights are crazy, everyone's missing, and things just fall all around her like i'm like that's not safe um and she keeps like saying it's a stupid doll it's just a stupid doll it's just a stupid doll locks herself in a room puts like the love seat in front of it smart logical thing to do when you're running from a doll and um she just keeps convinced like trying to convince herself that this isn't happening and then um she's in a room with a mirror and she looks in the mirror and lily's behind her dun 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 um, and then she turns around, Lily's gone. Then she turns back to the mirror, Lily's there again, so she breaks the mirror. I'm like, oh, that's fun, she got to break a mirror. Love that. Um, and there's a blackout and she screams. Well, she sees that Lily's still in the shards. Yes, Lily is still in the shards. Yeah, and then it fades to black and we hear Shayna scream. Oh, yes. Which, I, maybe I'm just weird, because I enjoyed this. I keep reading everyone say this is the worst segment they've seen on Raw, like, in ever... But, I don't know, I kind of liked it. I liked it, too. We work in horror. Yeah. Yeah, like, I just thought, like, okay, yeah, no, this is fun. I like that Shayna is, like, you know, the smart person in horror who knows to fucking, like, block the door. And, you know, she's not, like, hiding in a closet screaming or whatever. Yes. You know, she's not, yeah, like, the... I cro- enjoyed it. She's not the crying girl. She's the tough girl who tries to, like, fucking... She's the final girl. No, well, I don't know, maybe. 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 Yeah. But, um, so after this, or do you want to do what I'm doing and wait until this Sunday to reevaluate Raw? Yeah, that's Raw? right. Okay. Yeah, so basically, Raw, it's all going to depend on Charlotte versus Rhea. Yep, no pressure. Yeah, so Rhea, uh, if, you don't, if you want us to keep watching, uh, Rhea has to beat Charlotte. Yes. So, that was our week in women's wrestling. So, Chelsea, what was your match of the week? I think I have to give it to Mako Satamora versus Kaylee Ray. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. It was just really well done, start to finish. It was brutal. It looked like they were really trying to kill each other. 
and Mako deserved this, and Kaylee Ray had a really good run. Yes, so I'm going to also give it to that match, too. Who is yes. your wrestler of the week? Mako Satamora for being the final boss and leveling up every time she gets knocked down. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree, because she was just amazing. I, yeah. I almost want to give it to Kaylee Ray, just because, obviously, a match takes two to tango, but, like... I just thought Mako was so amazing. Exactly. I was torn between the two, and then I was like, I looked at the performances, and I was like, they're very, very equal, but Mako yeah. Yeah. So con- next level. So congratulations to Mako Satomura, who I guess you can officially now say is the final boss of NXT UK. Yep, that's true. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, that's really, really cool. Um, but yeah, so um, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, Chelsea, where can you be found? I can be found um, at Chelsea.Lesage on Instagram. And what about you, Sir Charles? I can be found at Instagram. At Instagram. <laughs> uh, Charles.D.Lincoln. There you go. Yes. And then you can find us together. Uh, my voice just cracked. <laughs> and, you can um, find us together. That's pretty much what just happened. It's the um, L Square Productions. Yes, on the YouTube, at the Instagram, and on the Facebook. Yes. Yeah. And you can also check out our other podcast, Cinematic Autopsy, mm. at anchor.fm slash CL Squared Productions. This week, we're going to be covering the remake of Suspiria. And then, lastly, you can find us also on the Twitter. Tweet! Tweet! Beyond Z, as... Very good, Charles. Um, um, (laughs) Beyond Z, as in zebra, and Bell, B-E-L-L-E. So, tweet us. I mean, yeah. Tweeter us. Yes. Yes. So, thank you. the future is B-T-B. Exactly. So, we want to thank you so much for listening this week. Yes. Tune and, in for our pay-per-view yep, special. Tune in tomorrow. We will be covering impacts against all uh, against all odds. I, I thought it, it sounded like you were going to say against all gods. And I was like, wait, that sounds awesome. Uh, Marilyn Manson called the tour that. Oh, it's not awesome anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but I think because I've heard that and I'm kind of sleepy, I almost said it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah. And we will also be covering NXT TakeOver in your house. Mm-hmm. We won't be covering it in your house. That's the name of the uh, pay-per-view. Or will we be? I don't know. Their house smells. Yeah, that's true. All right, thanks, guys. (laughs) All righty, bye. Bye. (laughs)